0: Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Broadcast. My name is Mike and this is Tammy.
1: Hi, everybody. Coming
0: to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada on this gorgeous Thursday, July twentieth, 2023. And what's significant about today, Tammy? It's my birthday. <laughs> Where's the marching band? I was expecting uh yep. maybe this afternoon, perhaps. There, this gorgeous there, summer day.
1: I already sang happy birthday. And presented a gift.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And offered to to make you whatever you wanted to eat today or take you out for something special.
0: T bone steak. Oh. I'm fifty six years old, Tammy, but we say it fifty six. Anyways, we're in the <laughs> we're in the book of John.
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say we're in the hood. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're in the yeah we're not in the hood we're in the trailer park no kidding so we're in uh, John chapter seven and we're uh, going to start at verse thirty even though we covered that yesterday it's important to understand the division and the hatred the hostile hatred between the truth and the haters and always remember something about haters haters are never doing better than the people that they're hating on. And they're hating on the Lord Jesus Christ, our faithful martyr. Please first consider your part in the many member body of Christ. The Companion Chapel is a registered non-profit ministry that Tammy and I set up. And the reason we set up a non-profit ministry is because when you support this ministry by Canadian law, we have to, and we want to, just glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word. We need managers, marketers. We have a huge volume of media. We're on podcast number 456 now, but we just blindly upload these and whatever happens, happens. That's all the time energy that we have. It takes a huge amount of studying from the manuscripts through the lexicons and out from any English version Bible that you have and then to Put it through iMovie, and then by that time, like, like, it's just the time factor. We just need help. Help get involved in this companion chapel. Whatever God-given talent you have, God expects you to use it in the many member body of Christ to get the word of Christ's love out there to a hurting world. Because God wants his children back, and they can only be reconciled through the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to know him. You can't romanticize who you think Jesus Christ is or who God is, and we get that a lot. Well, that's not the God that I know. While the God that we know is the living word. The Lord Jesus Christ came in the volume of the book. And we're going to John chapter 7 today. And isn't John about the love of Christ? Like it's blowing me away. The love of Christ coming off these pages in the book of John. Because we spend a lot of time mm-hmm. in the um, prophets. Prophecy for today. And it's happening today on a world stage. And those broadcasts. Like, it's sad, but Jesus Christ gives us a way out. And it's too bad that people have created this construct of their governmental ways, their ideologies, that have left this world on the brink of... Well, it's just on the brink of disaster.
1: Devastation.
0: Just absolute disorder, distrust, chaos, pandemonium, wars. Can you imagine in the kingdom of heaven, do you think there's a Lockheed Martin up there? A Raytheon? Do you think there's weapons of mass destruction up there? Do you think God has a... A, a military budget of $1 trillion, like the United States is passing? Are you kidding me?
1: I know the United all States the, will let their people starve, but boy, oh boy, that military. The
0: military budget, and they call it a defense budget? Who's attacking the United States? Obviously, the prophets told us this would happen. Jesus Christ told us it would happen. Matthew 24, Mark 13, he tells us all things to give us a sense of security in the here and now. Now let's get to John chapter 7. So here we go. Here's Jesus Christ tripping around at verse 30. And they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him because his hour was not come yet. Who sought to take him? The lead clergy trying to destroy the truth that we're in right now, the dynasty of censorship of the truth, the great apostasy, killing the truth, martyrdom. The word martyr and witness is the same word in the manuscripts. When you try to witness the truth, watch what happens. People do not like you. And we get censored on these platforms and we don't know where else to go right now. So if you can help us, get God's word out there. That is our motivation. That's our primary core competency is biblical literacy. And we do this for you even though we don't know you. We can say we love you the same no, way people can 100%. hate each other for no reason. And, and blow each other up and just absolutely, just it's so sad. We pray for the whole human family. Okay, so here's some divine intervention. When many of the people believed on him and said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles, at signs, than these things which this man hath done? We're saying, this, this is Christ here. The Pharisees heard that the people murmured such things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Now remember, the Roman army was an occupying force, but they were heavily outnumbered, right? They were just an occupying bully force, Something like the United States does in pretty much every country on planet Earth. But we'll just control myself here. The church was the government. So they had their officers. They were the governing body of Judea, the area that we now call Israel since 1948. Then said Jesus unto them, yet a little while I am with you. And then I go unto him that sent me. You shall seek me. You shall not find me. And where I hither, where I go, you cannot come because you're going to hell, period. And that's all there is to it. And that's sad. We don't want to see anybody go to hell. We want everybody to repent. Now, remember the parable of the tares, Matthew chapter 13, 38. The angels are the reapers, not us. We don't judge people because right to the bitter end, people can repent like Nicodemus. I'm sure he repented because he was there. He helped get Christ's body off the cross with Jophus, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> Josephus. Okay, so people can repent right to the bitter end. God wants his children back. All the angels rejoice when one of us repents because they want their brothers and sisters back to get on with the affairs of time, to cohabitate with God in the circuits of time that God has set up for us. Always consider this is the most important day of your life. Consider infinity forward, infinity back, and this little short hundred years or less. It's not even a vapor of time, as James said. Think about it. You get what you deserve, and it's starting today, right now, with your thoughts, your intents, your actions. Don't be a victim of the psychological warfare, the mind control, the coercive persuasion that is going on to change your religious authority Away from the word of God and to follower of one's own beliefs. That's all religion means. And worship just means what you have faith in. Be careful what ideologies you have faith in. Okay, so here we go. Yeah, you guys are going to hell later. You've exhausted your caregiver. Then said the Jews amongst themselves, Whither he go that we shall not find him? Like, what's he talking about? And he go unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? Like, it's, well, he's going to go just. He's just gonna go trip around somewhere where we're not what manner of saying is this that he said You shall seek me and not find me whether I am tither you cannot Okay, so we just explained that in the last day that great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man are thirst Let him come unto me and drink Feast of Tabernacles that's September 29th uh, He that believeth on me as the scriptures has said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters now, this is figure of speech, sendoche for his body. It's a part for a whole. He said, out of his belly, well, out of his body. The body of Christ. He's saying here in these next two verses, the giver of the Holy Spirit, received by the believer as promised. Now, the, now the, we'll go on to Revelation 21, 6 here, just so that you know about these living waters. And this is the fountain of activity that you want to be at, because Satan has a fountain of activity too that we read about in... The fourth seal, third seal, trump and vial. I will give unto him that a thirst, the a fountain of water of life freely. That's your promise. Promises written in the councils of eternity. That's your inheritance. Do you know how to claim it? There's rules here. But this he spake he of the Spirit which they believe on him should receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet because that Jesus was not yet glorified. In other words, what this is saying here? The gift given by the giver and received by the believer, not given yet because they didn't believe yet. Like, they wanted to see and fulfill prophecy. They still didn't believe yet. There were still people watching, trying to understand. Just go back a few verses. Is this the Christ? Is this the Anointed One? Is this Yeshua Messiah, the salvation of Yahweh, that was written about all through the prophets? Let's go to verse 41. Others said, this is the Christ. But some some said, shall Christ come out of Galilee? Like, they still couldn't figure out, like, this was Him that came from Bethlehem. Hath not the Scripture said that Christ cometh of the seed of David, through that king line, right from Ahadam, the first man Adam, up through David, and out of the town of Bethlehem, where David was. Okay, so where is this written in the scriptures? Micah, chapter 5, verse 2. And I'm just going to quickly go there, because there's lots of other places where this is written, besides Micah chapter 2. As for example, um, Isaiah and other places and mike is kind of hard to find because he's tucked right in here but did i say 5 2 tammy but the but thou micah micah chapter 5 2 and this is pure prophecy but thou bethlehem and through thou be little among the thousands of judah yet out of thee shall come he forth unto me that is to be the ruler of israel Who's going forth hath been from old, from everlasting. He was there in the beginning. Wisdom was there before the first Adam was formed on the highest part of the dust of the earth. Jesus Christ represents wisdom personified. Righteous right hand of God. Saving arms. And you know what else about those saving arms? Remember Ezekiel chapter 13. God's outstretched arms. What does elite clergy do to God's outstretched arms? Sugarcoats it puts blankets on it tries to soften up the word to accommodate people looking for loopholes as Mm -hmm. Tammy said that was a good comment Tammy. so yeah this is the Lord Jesus Christ didn't they understand that he came out of Bethlehem no they're saying no he just came out of Galilee that just means the circuit Bethlehem means house of bread he is the bread of life so prophecy coming to pass all God's prophecies occur and develop in partial and preliminary happenings before they become fulfilled and permanent. Now, this prophecy which Christ fulfilled, he fulfilled the blood ordinances, and he fulfilled his prime objective was to be able to set up a Millennium Temple that is valid and legit, that will not accommodate evil. That's why he had to walk amongst us and say no to all the temptations. Jesus Christ did not sin. No guile, no malice, no corruption was found in him. He was innocent, not guilty. He took the lowest earthly position for us. And that place of peace, the Millennium Temple, is valid. It is legit. It is universally recognized. Jesus Christ is the only one that could say. He's the only one worthy. Satan, you got nothing on me. This kingdom of heaven is valid and legit. There he is, Jesus Christ. So there was division among the people because of him. Of course people's collective imaginative criticism. It's the same thing today. Chronic disobedience, persistent unbelief, division. Jesus Christ is about coming together. Mankind's about division, disorder, pandemonium, chaos. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is about unity, perpetual friendship, coming to an understanding of others and a place of peace beyond our present comprehension. And some of them would have taken him but laid no hands on him remember who was ordered to go get them well the government not the occupying government but the government the church clergy sent out their henchmen to go grab this guy right then came the officers to the chief priests and pharisees and they said unto them why have you not brought him the officers answered never a man spake like this man the things jesus christ said and did 2000 years ago, 2000 years later, billions of people acknowledged Christ as their savior for eternal life. He walked around for three years in sandals and a sheet with no fixed address, never accumulated a dime, never walked more than 50 miles one way or back, handed out fish sandwiches, dipped on his carpenter's job, walked into churches, flipped tables, picked fights, and called the lead clergy. You are of your father, the devil. Two thousand years later, there's churches everywhere. This book is about him, best-selling book, most printed book in world history. And here we are, two thousand years later. You know why? Because when tyrants and dictators die, their reign's over. But when a martyr dies, his reign just begins Mm -hmm. so it's pulled together i always get so emotional when i
1: i know it's a drag
0: i get so emotional i can't even
1: it's not a drag it's not a drag at all it just shows your your passion for helping everyone receive the word of of the lord
0: so moving forward, then answered the Pharisees, and are you also deceived? There's Satan's currency right there, doubt. That is Satan's currency, doubt. Cast doubt on the truth, slander the truth. Are you also deceived? Just try with your catchphrases, and the catchphrases the multi- major media puts out today, against the word of God, against divine providence, and we hear them all the time. They never have a linear progression towards the truth. The Bible answers every logical and moral objection. Known to mankind is the only consistent thought pattern. Human beings are bound by the principles of being human. We have an inconsistent thought pattern. The Bible will give you a consistent, principled thought pattern. He is your rock, your only stability. So here, here's the lead clergy. Are you also deceived? Puts people back, you know, on their heels. Have any of the rulers or in the Pharisees believed on him? Like they're trying to, hey man, are people leaving the church for this guy who's just walking around? He's not, you know, he's not putting on a big show. People are following him willingly. Not coming to church because they have a guilty conscience and they think it's grudgingly. Well, if I put some money in there, I'm good. And people do that today. I'm going to go to church on Easter, on Christmas, whenever they, whatever they think. I'm going to put some money in there. Then I'm good, right? And then, yeah, it doesn't work like that. It comes from the heart. It's either in you or it's not in you. So he's saying, are other people leaving? But this, people who knoweth the law are cursed. We're talking about the laws of the Pharisees, okay? The Pharisees added... We're not talking about God's laws here. And watch this. And just to document what I just said, watch. Nicodemus from John 3, 2... He was the, one of the richest guys in all of Judea. He's the lead clergy guy. Okay, he, we'll just leave that at that. That just goes to show how much money the church had. Uh, from John 3, 2. And he was there in John nineteen thirty two, I think, or 39, with Josephus. What's Josephus. <laughs> when they were taking Christ's body down from the cross, he was there. Nicodemus, something's going on in his mind, right? lead clergy guy, said unto them, he that came to Jesus by night being one of them, okay, we just identified that, doth our law, we're talking about the laws of the Sadducees, no, the laws of the Pharisees, they've added on to all these laws in here for ceremonial purposes to look holy, doth our law judge any man before it hear him, or knoweth what he do, so he's sticking up, for Jesus sin. what about our law compared to God's law? We've taken God's laws, and we just added things to it to look more religious and people will fill the church and fill those money baskets For the religious show be careful are you being taught the Bible or not are you being taught their laws? Like what about? Let's just quickly this has really been bothering me You know watching the super preachers a little bit lately not much and then you get this guy's worth 58 million dollars Kenneth Copeland on stage called God a failure. I like I j- I felt like I got kicked in the stomach because I felt bad for him, but I felt horrible for that huge auditorium of people that were clapping and dumping money in there. I know. And they're changing God's laws. They're changing your religious authority. We're not following God's laws, God's commandments. God's like as if I couldn't believe it that I just had to get that out. It's been bothering me, pray for Kenneth Copeland, pray for that huge congregation that they have where they'll just say anything but that was way over the line like
1: like that's I said, so sad it's people so sad. are looking for loopholes in the bible people, to jump that's right through that's right tammy to get away with whatever they're doing
0: whatever vice they have yeah whatever vain curiosity they have they're looking for loopholes and these motivational speakers like these Jews here. That's not a race of people. Don't you go there. Jews here is an adjective. It means the lead clergy and their congregation that are hostile towards the Lord Jesus Christ and Christianity, obviously. And so are these super preachers today. And any church that does not teach chapter by chapter, verse by verse, if you're going to one, be careful not to get an emotional attachment and ask yourself and be honest with yourself. Am I going there for a social event? Am I going there for a cultural event? Or am I going there to learn the word of God chapter by chapter, verse by verse, because my eternal soul depends on it? Where you going? You die. That's up to an individual. You can't just say, "Oh, I, was, I belong to this church over here. I'm with them over there, Jesus. Excuse me. I, just let me in. right? You can't use your credit card, rich man. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Salvation cannot be bought. Eternal salvation cannot be bought. That's all there is to it can't buy your way in. And don't ever forget, no matter how big of a star you think you are, fate will not negotiate with you. You will meet your maker. What's on your account? How many hours have you spent trying to understand God's word and spread it out to a hurting human family? Doesn't matter your race, your gender, the color of your skin. That's insignificant. We're all God's children. Spiritual beings going through a flesh experience right now for a time of correction. And it's up to each and every one of us to be careful about whose laws are you following? The ideologies of mankind or God's ideologies? Because if you're following the ideologies of mankind, that's idolatry. And look what happened here. Then they answered and said unto him, are thou also from Galilee? They didn't like the people from Galilee. Oh yeah, they put their nose up to them. Those are the people outside of Jerusalem and they thought they were better than them. Are you also from Galilee, Nicodemus? That was just a pure punk off. Like that is an insult. Back then, to them, because they thought they were better, search and look out of Galilee, arise no prophet. This wasn't from Galilee. Galilee just means the circuit. Rise no profit. He's from Bethlehem, our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And every man went his own way into his house. Yeah, they all skated. They couldn't even come up with a conclusion. And that's what happens with mankind. It's always uncertainty in the end. And hate unites, but love will beat the hate in the end. It always does. Thank you very much for watching. Have yourself a great day. CompanionChapel at gmail.com. Email us. We love the emails. And help. Like, subscribe, whatever you can do to help get us out of the bottom of the algorithms. And I want to thank you very much for watching. Bye for now, Tammy.
1: <laughs> Bye. God bless. It's
0: my birthday.